the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. Welcome friends to another Pure Dead Gaming Podcast episode where we will be keeping you up to date on the latest gaming news, what we have been playing, gaming movie chat and of course shitty platinum of the week. Please make sure you're subscribed so you do not miss an episode and if you're enjoying our weekly episodes then tell us and others by leaving a review, share on our social, your social, uh, share our social posts and follow us on all social channels. Links are in the episode description. I'm your host Jessica and I'm joined by fellow gamers Craig and Andy. Hello. That took you a few attempts, huh? Right. Mm. But the listeners wouldn't be aware of that because they'll have cut it out. Yeah, because you're good at editing. I am. You're better at editing than your intro, are you? (laughs) (laughs) Hello, everyone. Howdy. How are we both? What's been happening? (sighs) That weird lull at the end of a football tournament. Mm. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, we've only got about a week until everything else kicks back up, though. What is it? Well, the, the league's again. Well, Champions League qualifiers have started. It's the early rounds, but um, being a a Celtic fan myself, our first Mm. Champions League game is a week today. I hope you've not just lost a bunch of listeners by admitting... We've probably gained gained some because they can laugh at us at this point. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Unlucky England. Yes, I know. Congratulations to Italy. Mm -hmm. What do we all think? Do Do you watch the final? Yeah, I think yeah. Italy deserved to to win it. Oh, definitely. I they were by far the better right. team. After, you, to be fair, after England started really well, yeah, that was a belter of a goal for sure. But if you're going to like, they they seemed quite happy, like for most of the game to let it go to penalties, mm. like just let that let it be at penalties. Where you've got the destiny in your own hands during a game where you can just go, right, let's just fucking go for it and try and win this. But they're too scared to do that. Too scared that Italy were going to break on them and then score another goal. I just think it's Southgate. Like I, I understand. Like it's hard to knock somebody that took a team to a final, but Aye, to me, <laughs> but to me, like they had a favourable run to the final, and there was teams there that they should have been hammering. Like they had a great performance against Ukraine, but Ukraine aren't great. Mm. But they should have been doing the same as that to Denmark, who were missing their best player. And I think they'd enough to beat Italy. Like, I know everyone was sort of fawning over Italy and how well they've played this t- tournament. Obviously, they're unbeaten now, I think it's 34 games. But, like, yeah, England... Italy. Aye. But England have got players that could have hurt them. Like, see, even mm. at, when it went to one each, like, bring on Sancho. Bring on someone that's going to impact the game and win it for you. But instead, every single one of Southgate's substitutions has got defensive... Like is is with a defensive mind. Hmm. Like he brings on Saka, who's a great player, but Saka will track back. Whereas Sancho is a guy that's going to go and win you a game, and yeah. he just, I think he obviously had like a minute, didn't he? Aye, I, I thought they were. He, well, he started the Ukraine game that they won four oh, 0 and played really well. <laughs> but like I think just it's in Southgate's nature because he was a defender. Like that he's going mm. to think defensively first. But to me, like see, especially in, in extra time, like they could have won that. They could have won it. Yeah, but they didn't try. That's but nice. that's the thing. That's that comes from the manager. I don't think it's the players. Like no, they, I think they, it's the players. They sat back far too much. Uh, anyway, so, so I mean, obviously, we don't want to rub it in for our English listeners because I know there's quite a few of them. But I just like if for me myself thinking if I was English, like, I just think it's such an opportunity missed. Mm. Like a final at Wembley. 
against an Italian side that was missing their player of the tournament. Like, I just think, what a chance to yeah, pick yeah. up something. It's a shame. But... Like, as, as soon as it was over, everyone was saying, ah, well, it's only a year to wait to the World Cup. Mm. As far as I'm concerned, that World Cup's a write-off for any European countries. Mm. They're playing it in Qatar. Like, a South, a, South, so aye, a South American team uh, is going to win that. Yeah. Like, I, I would be, be gobsmacked. They'll be used to playing in that heat. Yeah, I'd be gobsmacked England if, I, if I, uh, a European country mm. won that World Cup. No chance. I wouldn't say so. Only two teams avoided defeat to England in the Euros, Italy Scotland. and Scotland. Just saying, just put it out right. there. Where's our, where's our trophy? I know. <laughs> our, our son came home with a trophy this week as well for top goal scorer in his little football tournament. So he was fair chuffed with that. A chip off the old block. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. See, <laughs> just moving away from football today at my work, mm-hmm. Um I bought a car and randomly the alarm just started going off every fucking 10 minutes, right? It was oh really, really annoying. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is going on here? I had to keep on going out and like sorting it. So as I was out sorting it one time, I came back in and I had like four missed calls and I could see the times and it was quite obvious, like the person who was trying to call literally done that thing where you call, you hang up and you call again mm-hmm. right away, mm-hmm. as if like hanging up and calling again is going to make a difference mm-hmm. in any kind of way. Impatient done bastard, that, yep. I've <laughs> done that four times, and then, because I, I never answered, left a voicemail for me. Oh, right? my God. Wait to hear this. Oh, we're getting a listen. Aye, yeah. I recorded it. You're a bunch of useless bastards. They say here, fucking website, you shut the ceiling, not fucking five o'clock. Man, you talk about a fucking cashmere like. Fucking bunch of useless fucking folk bastards. Fuck off back. <laughs> fuck off back where? <laughs> where am I going? <laughs> fuck, fuck off back. And it's seven, not sheaving. You know what I mean? You fucking reprobate. Wow, that was Shocking. Quite... I had to fight the urge so hard not to phone him back. Aye. And just be like, who the fuck are you talking to? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I had like a... It wasn't as if I was just sitting there going, I'm not going to answer that phone. Aye. I was outside... So I couldn't hear it because I had an alarm blaring in my fucking ear. Aye. And then I get that. Wow. I was like, oh my God, I fucking followed it to, to everybody in my area. Aye. And they're all pissing themselves and I've just listened to that about 10 times. That's <laughs> hilarious. You know, give me his number, I'll phone him. And I'm like, I've like, literally had to fight there so hard to not phone him back. Fucking idiot, man. It says Shivan on your Shivan. website. Fucking no bend. <laughs> That was fun. We got a lot of uh, we got a lot of feedback throughout the week on Alan Egg. Oh yes, yes. Long yeah, forgotten. I think folk are quite disturbed by the whole the whole escapade. I'm disturbed by the whole escapade. Yep. I don't even know how you started it and right. why I allowed an egg to live in my fridge for that long. To fester in the fridge. It started as a joke, mm. but. But you, funniest, as per usual, you took it too far. The funniest jokes are the ones you take too far, <laughs> and it just sort of snowballed. Yes. I haven't <laughs> been to visit them yet. No, I think someone will have picked it up and went, ha and chucked it out a wall or oh, a tree God, and imagine. then instantly have regretted oh, it. Oh, the smell. Because if the I... See, see, if I saw an egg with a face on it, I'd be like, oh, I'd pick it up and throw it. Imagine somebody get it tanned off their head. Oh, like, oh. we're talking. I mean, a couple of guys walking through walking through the woods and they see an egg. You'd pick up and chuck it, your pal, wouldn't you? It would cross my mind. <laughs> see if I've started another pandemic. <laughs> <laughs>
no. And I, f- I fucking Possibly. documented it in a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the ITV News at 10. <laughs> Yesterday on the Pure Dead Gaming podcast, <laughs> this dickhead admitted to Pandemic 2. Oh God, imagine. Oh dear. I've got a very exciting thing to reveal to you. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's it's exci- it's exciting, but you're not gonna be best chuffed. Me. Aye. Mm. I found out via another podcast the other day that you know how you get Lego sets and mm-hmm. in recent years they've expanded into a lot of like boutique items. So, like, you had, like, the Simpsons house that was, like, 300 quid or something like that. You right. had all this other stuff. Guess what they've made. Seinfeld. Um, oh, oh, for fuck's sake. What a waste of Lego. Jerry's house, I think it is. You can get Seinfeld Lego. It comes out at the end of July. And guess who's pre-ordering it? This motherfucker. Woo! How much is this going to set us back? It says it's eighty dollars. So it's probably only about like sixty-five quid. Oh, great! Yeah, just just sixty-five <laughs> quid. That's fine. Jess, you can't put a price on quality. Mm-hmm. You get Jerry, you get Kramer, you get Elaine, you get Joe. I think Newman's in it. Newman? Aye. Don't know who that is. Fuck off. Never watched. Now, never watched an episode in my life. Yeah, I, I get. The... You've never watched it, sort of. Because it's shit. <laughs> Fuck off. I get the kind of collectors, you know, drive for mm-hmm. these kind of things, but with Lego, like you need quite a lot of storage space. Well, to it's, it's not that. Case you're like, I mean, where are you putting this? You need you built it. I'll need shelves. to. I'll need to build. No, an... I'm not. We're not building a shelf just for a Seinfeld Lego <laughs> I'll need, set. I'll need an area and probably the conservatory to house it. I'm really excited about this. Also, it's special editions. So it's the type of thing that will go up in value. How that's, big? Oh, my... you keep it in the box. <gasps> no, it's a thing. I'll buy two. <laughs> just when you're saying that, right? There was an unopened. Mario 64 I game. have this down I, I actually made a note of this to bring it up you heard of this Jess? no and do you know take it away mean? Andy do you know how stuff like this gets ratings like see if you have an unopened game it gets mm. a rating okay like it'll be like oh cause it's got a wee fold in the mm-hmm. box it's now a 7 instead of like a 10 okay this game's a 9.8 Oof, that right? must be good so it went for 1.1 million mm-hmm. at an auction Wait, uh, so, so tell me again what it was? It's just a Mario box 64. Uh, it's a box version of game. Mario 64 for the N64. Oh. Unopened. Okay. 1996, Mario 64 for the N- N60. Uh, N64. It was 1.56 million it went for. But it's mm. obviously that was in dollars. So it, was, it, they, it worked out at £1.13 million. Pound. Are they rare or is it just because it's in such pristine no, condition? I've got, I've got a copy of it. Because it's pristine uh, unopened. Right. Uh. They didn't expect it to. Okay. Like I've got, I've got a copy of it up, and I've got the cartridge up in the, in the bedroom. It does make you question, like I don't know if I hang on to this for long enough. Will There's it loads of things like that. Yeah. If you hang on to yeah. loads enough, long enough, and you're lucky enough, the, mm-hmm. the right thing. Because mm-hmm. the previous one was like a Zelda N64 yeah, game, I think it was, and it went 10 for like. Grand. Oh no, this one was, it was like it was a different one. It went for like. Eight hundred thousand dollars, and they thought that they they thought nothing would beat that. But then this came along and almost doubled it. It said here, uh, well, a similar. Oh no, this is 
A similar Super Mario game made just 9,500. It's another version of a Mario game. Yeah. And the original Legend of Zelda, aye, it's said that you just said It's about 800,000 or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I said, this almost doubled it. And seemingly they weren't, like it was some sort of auction house or something like that, but they weren't expecting it at all. The guy couldn't believe it. As I suppose you would be kind of shocked when a fucking N sixty four game yeah. goes for. I mean, my dad texted me the other day because he was like clearing out some stuff in the house and wanted to know if I wanted to keep my McFly foam finger, and I wasn't sure if that would be worth something one day. <laughs> you can chuck that one out, Jess. <laughs> I think you're safe. Nah, you Honestly, I don't think you're going to be getting much for that. Have you got any McFly like, merch that's still... She's probably got a lock of one of their hairs. I mean, I've got quite a lot. I've got their autographs and stuff. I've got drumsticks. Um... If one of them ever ends up in the register, you'll get something for that. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got play- I've got a plectrum. There you go. I've still got all my pogs. I mean, we were talking about that. Ah, we were, Again, see if they were unused. They'd probably be worth mm-hmm. something. They're well used. I played with them a lot. Aye. That's the thing, you have to have the foresight to get some of these things and just never, ever touch it. So aye, two two Seinfeld uh, Lego sets, I think. It's it's like a weird thing when you think about it, like, you've kind of got to guess, will this have value in the future? Yeah. What am I I buying just for the sake of it? Because I think it's cool. But I don't don't know if Lego... Does Lego go for much money? Like, older stuff? Some, it does. Some, it does, some stuff yeah. does, though, aye. Because does. Craig's like, stuff from his childhood, like we've got boxes and boxes of it, and I actually did look up to see if any of it was kind of worth anything. Yeah. And there are certain pieces that are, none of which you really had. Because hmm. um, remember when I was young and I had all that Lego? And like, it's we used to, I used to have, like, remember sometimes we'd have the whole living room would be like a whole town. Do you never remember that, no? I don't remember you being much a Lego guy. Huh? Oh, I had thousands of sets and all sorts of things. I had, I had Lego myself, but I wasn't like massive fan of my, it. My mum was as big a fan of it as me. Like she, I used to get days off school. <laughs> if she, I remember one time I'd get me a pirate ship and she was like, you're not going to school today, we're going to build this. Oh, I think I remember the pirate ship. Yeah. Honestly, I had the, the things and it was like a whole uh, town. I had like a fire station, uh, the whole thing. Fucking hell. But um, when we looked it up, like... It was we had given it to my little cousin, but my uncle is like a maniac and keeps everything. Right. So he got in contact and said, "Do you want it back now for the kids, uh-huh. for our kids?" And I was like, "Yeah, definitely." I see. So brought down about ten boxes worth, <laughs> and it, it was all mixed up, but the, all the stuff's still there. Like I had like the the Englishman wheel seat all that. Again. Oh, I crazy to see the memories like these mm-hmm. like the English soldiers and stuff like that. And I had like this little bit where they had like the shark pit and stuff. And like even when we looked it up, even some of the manuals for yeah. some of these things were worth like twenty oh, really? quid, thirty yeah. quid. That's crazy. I mean, they're not in great condition, but like mm. we had, there was also a couple of like the Lego like brochures, brochures yeah. for what you could get back then, and they're worth a bit of money. That's insane. Yeah, I remember back in the days when, like, when you were the age where you were playing with stuff like that. Like Action Man was my big thing. Oh. I loved Action Man, and my little sister would have Barbies, yeah. and I'd like get, I'd make. Them- <laughs> I'd have action men where I'm having a war and then they get the girl at the end. <laughs> and then like, they drive because Lisa, I mean, she had like a like a almost a like a Corvette car for Barbie and Ken, and I would like, have a war and then I'd be like, yeah, yeah, got the girl and then drive away in the Corvette. 
Brilliant. <laughs> has so many action men. I remember just like getting the Argos magazine and circling stuff yeah. and not having a concept of money. Aye. So I'm just like circling yeah. every fucking action man with that. Circling the stuff in the Argos catalogue was yeah. just cool. so cool. I know. Me and my sister used to play a game where like she would take the left hand page and I would take the right hand page and we'd each pick an item on that page that we would have. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you want? Uh, yeah, you I'm going to have this. I'm going to have this. Do you remember a few years ago when Argos released that thing where they had PDF they versions of, every, digi- of everyone? Yeah. They digi- you digitised them no. all. The, they digitised the every Argos catalogue going back to the 70s. Oh, really? And you could mm-hmm. look through them and I, I was looking through it going, I remember this page. Mm. Wow. Like looking at all the old Hasbro wrestling figures yeah. and stuff like that. Like I've got, I've got some of them that are worth like three, four times the price. That's cool. I, I would have had fucking wrestling figures as well if I never chucked them in the bin. Chopped your finger. Oh, do you know what I kept that I remember? I've got the newspaper from nine eleven. Oh, really? Yeah, it's not in very good condition, probs now, but did it get hit? What <laughs> <laughs> was the headline? Boom. The headline? <laughs> was it boom? Yeah. Could have been boom. Yes. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> Speaking of American, then, I don't know if I've mentioned this to you yet, Andy, but uh, a slight wrestling sidebar. Uh, I agreed to this about a month ago that because SummerSlam this year is on a Saturday, mm-hmm. that I would watch it. Is it? Mm-hmm. That's weird. Uh, it's because they did want it to be on the Sunday, but the arena that they're using now needs the arena on a Sunday for wow. I don't know basketball or something so they've moved it to a Saturday so it's the first Saturday WWF pay-per-view and or WWE pay-per-view in Dogies. fucking years back yeah. to when they used to do like the Survivor Series on a Thursday and stuff yeah. like that um, so I, I'd said to Terry and that like right we'll get together and we'll watch it. It's a Saturday night and they also, there's a UFC pay-per-view that night, I think, or there's a boxing match. It's one of the two. In fact, it's boxing and it's in Vegas. So they have to be done for a certain time. So I think it has to basically be done for like three o'clock in the morning UK time. Mm. So it's not going to drag on to fucking 6 a.m. or whatever it usually does over here. So I I said I would watch it. We have a couple of over and watch it, obviously. You're more than welcome. You should join us for it. But... um, so what I decided was that I want to do my due diligence and I'm going to, from now until SummerSlam, which I think is like six weeks or something like that, I'm going to skim through the weekly wrestling like for the next six <laughs> weeks, which is, some, to that. Aye, which is something I've not done since WrestleMania last year. I still kind of see bits and pieces, obviously, on Twitter and that, but I'm going to, I'm going to actually make an attempt to watch through like mm. Raw and SmackDown. I've stopped watching it. Everyone maybe I know has. A year Everyone. Ago now. Aye. Maybe more than a year ago. I, I was, I'm with you. I only get my info like, kind of through Twitter. I mean, what's been happening with the storylines? Aye, I'm Twitter on the odd podcast. But... Oh, I think I might start watching Dynamite because I don't watch it at the moment. Oh, I do watch Dynamite. I, I think I'm going to start watching you that. You should. It's brilliant. Yeah. It's really good. I mean, see when you watch Dynamite, that's the only wrestling you need. Yeah. But because I don't want to sit and watch SummerSlam and not have a fu- like, there's guys literally on Raw now and SmackDown that I don't have a fucking clue who they are. I've heard their names, I couldn't pick yeah. them out of lineup. So I'm going to start watching it. I started, I saw a little bit of Raw from yesterday and they had a ricochet match that was fucking excellent with John Morrison, but it, it just doesn't matter. The guy's been buried so much that it doesn't matter what they do to him. Like He's not going to be a star, even though he's probably the best wrestler in the world. But uh, I, it got me thinking, like, I was watching some old wrestling and do you remember Akeem? 
yeah. the African one dream, man gang. and the one man gang. Right, so he was in the WWE from WWF back then from like eighty seven when he was the one man gang, and then he left about nineteen ninety when he was Akeem. Mm-hmm. Do you know and that he was in it before? Obviously, is the one man gang. I know. Well, he started. He was. In, I think he was in WWF early, early doors as one man gang, but then he yeah. came back as one man gang in eighty seven. Because right. he was at WrestleMania three, no four in mm-hmm. the tournament, yeah, which was eighty seven, eighty eight, and then he became Akeem, and then he ended up leaving because he was getting paid shite money. But see, during that run, do you know he was twenty seven years old? What the absolute fucking state of him? He looks ancient. Aye, I couldn't believe that. And the reason I found that out was because I was, you know, the OSW guys. Yeah. I was watching their 100th episode, mm-hmm. which was on that Heroes of Wrestling. Remember that awful, like, the, the pay-per-view where it was supposed to be like, all the yeah. legends of wrestling, but they're all fucking out yeah, their tits. Yeah. And Jake the Snake's got a snake pretending it's his dick. Yeah. Because he's leathered. Um, so that was in 99. And One Man Gang comes out, because he's on the show, mm-hmm. looking fucking awful, like he's about to die. And they're like, ah, he's only 39 there. I was like, God. wait, What? And then I obviously scaled it back, and he was he was twenty seven, and he left WWF when he was thirty in nineteen ninety. God, what the hell, man? You want to suggest? I know you don't know who the guy is. I'll show you a picture. The state of him, the African dream. I like. I used to like the character. I liked the tag team with him and Boss Man. But how was that guy in his twenties? How record against some twin towers? Twin towers, aye. But how was he that age? He looked forty. Easy. It's so weird thinking about the boss man as well because see when the boss man was the the character the eighties style one. Ah, when he was fatter. Exactly the big when he was fatter, he just seemed so much bigger Aye. than he was when he was a uh, SWAT SWAT style boss Aye. man. He just seemed. He so just seemed small. to get. Aye, he seemed to get so much smaller, didn't he? Weird as fuck, man. Aye. Aye when he did run with Hogan, he looked like an absolute monster, yeah. and he just seemed to get smaller and smaller. I don't know. It's weird. Anyway, wrestling sidebar over. Yeah. Would you like me to make a cake for SummerSlam? Yes. Okay. You've had a good, a good few wrestling cakes, actually. Mm. Aye, there's a, there's a SummerSlam cake. Yeah, I did. I remember doing one that was a ring, mm-hmm. and I used like strawberry, strawberry laces for round the side of it. Do you remember? <laughs> we, we made that cake and decorated. We, we I know. Help? See, see, did you hear that? We. It's the first word that picked up on uh, right you earlier. Did. Because, what I'm saying, <laughs> you made the cake, but I was saying we made the cake and decorated the house, and I decorated. No, you're still trying to claim credit for that there. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I helped I helped with that, because remember, everyone came round and took their picture in front of the WrestleMania side. Yeah, yeah. What must the neighbours, I thought? Who knows? Well, our neighbour watches it too, because we can see his TV. That's true. <laughs> the SummerSlam one, you could do it maybe the old school S, you know, the, 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 yep. green, the green S. You can maybe do that as the key. Okay. And if you want just something different. I'll look up some ideas. Mm. Some Pinterest inspo. Cool. Okay, so new on the website this week. If you do not already know, we also have a corresponding website along with the podcast, which is puredeadgaming.com. You'll find written reviews, let's play videos, other stuff. Craig, what's new this week? The Mario Golf Super Rush review is up on the website and there is also two more Pez Let's Plays 
on YouTube. One is just a, a new video showing off some of the mods. We've got different uh, camera angle mods that are really cool. And then one was a mock final with Italy and England that I played earlier in the day before the final took place. It ended in an equally bad fashion for the English uh, with a 3-2 win. So that was, that was good. But you should check it out because, my God... I can put some passes together in that game. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's honestly, it's borderline sexually, sexually explicit. Mm-hmm. And also, yesterday we put up another. Cena has said we, even though it was me. Giving you credit, we didn't deserve it there. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, uh, updated Let's Play of that American Ninja Warrior game after us talking about it. And have they updated it? Have any? they fuck? No. <laughs> no. Just the same as bad. F. It's possible it somehow got worse because <laughs> I was talking, so I started the video and I was talking about it and I was like, right, let's load it up and see, maybe they've changed that a bit. So it's, it's mainly quick time events, but you do have to move forward yourself to each like different obstacle. Mm-hmm. So I start the game up, I move forward and you have to climb up onto one of the mats. So instead of just climbing up normally onto the mat, it like clips through the mat and then climbs up like through it rather than on top of it. And then when he climbed up to the next bit, he got stuck. Mm. So literally five seconds into the gameplay, he got stuck and I had to reset it. So I kept it in. To be fair, I think five seconds into a Ninja Warrior obstacle, I would probably be stuck too. Mm, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you always watch it kind of think, I could not do that. But <laughs> fucking hell, I'd like could to you not do any <laughs> I'd love to try it, but... Aye, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it was only really a 15-20 minute let's play. It's they've not updated anything. It's it's not got worse. There was probably those issues were probably there at launch, but I mean it's just There's no bother to fix anything. No, it's not terrible even. Like see if it was really cheap or free, you'd have a bit of fun with it. I don't mind games of quick time events and it's it's not too bad, but the game's thirty five quid. And there's still. a still and it was only ever released in the American store. It, they never even bothered porting it over to the UK or anything like that mm-hmm. because it's that bad. So that's I'd a say, fucking joke. Aye, £35. Honestly, see the, the previous and video the I did. the collision detection is shocking by the sounds of it. And everything clipping everything is. Everything is. Like, if you go back and watch the old video that I made, some of the comments are fucking mm. hilarious. <laughs> but... um. Aye, so they've they've not made it any better, I wouldn't say, but it's worth it's worth checking out my video, of course, because just to see for yourself just, how aye, bad it is. See how bad before it is you. rather than experiencing how bad <laughs> yeah, it is. Before you let let thirty five pound go to Exactly. Place. And bizarrely, I think just because it gets completely overlooked, it's never on sale. Mm. Like you know how you get games that are usually regularly ninety percent off or something like that? Well, like I don't think I've ever seen this game in the sale, so that's <laughs> A bit of a ball ache as well. So also, in terms of new content coming this week, I've got a Let's Play for that game out of the box that I was talking about last week, the sort of bouncing bouncer simulator. Uh, it's got a decent story behind it. We also still have the Scarlet Nexus review coming, the Sniper Elite VR review, and a review for the Nacon Xbox Pro Compact controller. Hopefully, at least one of those will be up by the time this podcast goes live. Okay, shall we move on to our gaming movie night? This week we watched Street Fighter Legend of Chun-Li, the 2009 movie. Hadouken! Okay. <laughs> now, we had some issues whilst watching in that 
the initial copy that we watched did not have English subtitles. I think. Ah, I thought I was right. Okay. Yeah. I tried so, to Google that and I didn't know what was happening. Some of it we were like, right, okay, that's the bad guy just saying, yeah. I'm going to be bad. Fuck off. Because I don't know if it's like a choice, if they're just like. It wasn't. There no. Supposed to be no, there subtitles. was. No, there, there was, was some to be. subtitles. I, I acquired a second version of it that did have hard coded English subs. Uh, mm. I didn't bother. Uh, so, well, I don't know if it was worth bothering. Much, but, really. No, probably not. Right, he's been a bit harsh here. I didn't think it was a bad film. I don't, it was okay. I stayed awake for the full thing, which is usually an indication that it's okay. No, mm. everyone stayed awake though. No. They got a wee sleep emoji coming from over on the left there. I struggled. <laughs> Is the lassie from? Is it the lassie? I never looked it up. I, f- I forgot to. Is she from Superman? The Smallville series. Is that uh, her? She did like a wee bit familiar. I'll, I'll I've never seen. I've, I've never seen Smallville. Either that or Power Ranger or Neither, something. I've not seen Smallville. Well, I have a couple of episodes, but I'll check it. Yeah, I didn't bother looking I it up. Th- there was, was a lot. I mean, I mean, obviously, you had the boy from the Green Mile. Oh yeah. Uh, like she's she's she's. Lewis Lane or Lana Lane. Oh, okay. Lewis. Okay. So, yeah, that's uh, see, to be fair, I mean, I didn't even know that. The film had some pedigree. Mm-hmm. Like, you've got that girl who's obviously, if she's in that, that Smallville show was pretty big. Mm-hmm. So she's a decent sized mm-hmm. star. The guy, what's his name? Michael, is it Michael William Scott? Michael Clark Duncan. Clark Duncan, that's it. So, I mean, he's been in a lot of big films. Armageddon, Green Mile, like, he... Yeah. Like then you've got the the cop was the guy from American Pie. Yeah, Chris Klein. Aye, like it had a decent number of like mm. actual. Like at the cast wasn't bad, mm. which I, th- I thought was quite strange. But like, I mean, going into this film, like I always when I'm going to watch a film, I know it doesn't necessarily mean that much, but I always check the IMDb rating. Now you have to go in with like because I, I look at this so much, like I know what to expect from it like see like a a good tv show you're looking at like something like an eight point something out of ten and upwards Mm. but see when it comes to like an action film even the best action films you're talking probably at best a 6.5 it's just the way it goes because you've got all these snooty cunts that are like oh well uh, it didn't have an oscar winning performance in it so it's a four so like but this had a 3.6 out of 10 I think that's very hard. 3.7. Is it 3.7 now? Yeah. I must have been my vote. No one had voted. Okay. No, but I'm going to. <laughs> Out of 23,236 people. Wow. I, I genuinely... I, it was not a 3.6, I don't think. Ah, or 3.7. Do I you? I think it was very good. Um, I didn't think it was bad at all. I, I honestly didn't. Like, I just... I... I I thought the fight choreography wasn't bad. I thought the story wasn't bad. Like the 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 thing that brought it down for me was there was a lot of like harsh cuts. Like they didn't set they didn't spend the time setting up the backstories for enough characters. It was just here you are and this is why you're here and it's done. Mm. Like there wasn't enough nuance in between scenes and stuff like that, but I, I thought it was weird how Ryu and Ken were on it either. Oh, aye, that was a little... But the whole mm. thing was seemingly that they they planned... This was The Legend of Chun-Li and then that was leading into a sequel. Because at sense. the end of it, they say, oh, there's this guy, Ryu, he's supposed to be an up-and-coming fighter out of Japan or something uh, like that. Or, 
And then, but they never, mm-hmm. this one didn't do well enough so for them to do, do it. Like Street Fighter, blah, blah, blah. The next Aye, this was to lead into it. I don't know an awful lot about the game itself. How well do you think it sort of Not well. took inspo from that? It was very much more realistic and down to earth than the first one, obviously. The first one was more cartoony. Mm-hmm. And like the character stuff, like the characters from the game. I mean, uh, Bison in the first one, he was dressed literally yeah. like Bison's dressed uh-huh. with that. The Bison then, in the first one is played by the guy that plays the dad in the Adams family. Uh, Raul, mm-hmm. Raul okay. Garcia. Mm-hmm. Raul Garcia. He was dying as he was making that film. Was he? Uh, he was dying. He was dying of cancer. Oh, as he was making that, that film, he was, really, he was really struggling for I it. I fucking thought he was still alive then, eh? No, he'd done it because his daughter wanted him to do it. Oh, so nice. he thought, oh, I'll do this film, and I think he died like, pretty much as soon mm-hmm. as he finished it. Oh man, no. I need to watch that. I might watch that film tonight though. With that in He's mind. in the Adams family. Um, I think I went into it with really low expectations and there, there was a lot of cheesiness in it. I thought, is it Chris Klein? He said his name was. Yeah. His performance was cheesy as fuck. Shit. Aye, like he, he just seemed like this arrogant arsehole. Yeah. But he didn't pull it off well. Like no. you can you can pull it off in a smooth way and he did not. Like, the first like it was time as if he was almost him, winking and nodding to the camera. When you were introduced to him the first time when he seen those heads in that like container thing. And he's like one of the first lines he says is, Oh, I love this job. Yeah. And you're like, Oh fuck off, mate. He said that a few that's, times. That's you're cheesy as fuck. <laughs> and you delivered it shite as well. Crap. Who at Trevor you got for in? I've got, I've got I've got lots here. Like the, uh, one thing that I thought was pretty funny was see the female cop. Do you know her name is Moon Bloodgood? Yeah, she's been quite a lot of stuff. She did look familiar to me as well. Yeah, that's mm. a. Re- I was just going to gloss over that ridiculous name. Mm. Like you're going awesome into Hollywood. I've got that changed. Mm. One thing hard to gloss over though was her tits because she, I mean, that is not appropriate workplace attire that she was wearing. I know, uh, she, was, she was pretty low An cut. An opening scene, not appropriate. Pretty low cut throughout. Because <laughs> I was like, I usually do some a little bit of background check on like the different characters uh, just to see what else they've been in. And when it went to her, like it was just FHM and what was what was those magazines that used to be in the UK? Well, and you're looking at me as if I know, Craig. Why would I you know? You know the magazines were like weekly magazines. Uh, it was lads mags, but it wasn't porn. It was that had tits. Uh, I don't know. Stuff. Aye, stuff yeah. like that. Like it, she was all over like that sort of stuff. So I don't She's know. She was like a lot of good programs though. Right. I just I couldn't yeah. go over the name. I just think that's an absolute abomination. The when they were chatting about uh, chatting when they had the rap song about Glasgow. Oh, yeah. At one point when they went into the club, there was a rap song on, and it was talking about from fucking New York to Glasgow. <laughs> I was like, nice wee nod there. I thought it was quite funny as well. Obviously, the beginning of the film was when Chun Li was young, and then it fast forwards what maybe like fifteen years or something like that. Yeah. And the only difference in Bison was he'd grown some facial hair. <laughs> like I always think it's funny because like she gets older but everyone around her they have to make them look a bit older yeah. and like with uh, Green Mile Boy they didn't even try with Bison they gave him some facial hair like <laughs> just like it's not even mm. making a fucking effort here the same fucking haircut and everything I thought as well they did a good job I thought they, like I always look at this sort of stuff as well like see the bit at the beginning of the film when they had the like child Chun Li, mm-hmm. and then the adult like that did look like her as a child. Mm-hmm. Like I always think that's quite interesting. 
like if they can find an actress that that looks quite quite like them. And then uh, there was like a I was about thirty minutes in, and we just randomly had a run in a, re- a pro wrestling style run in from Magic yeah. when they decided to do the Hadouken. There'd been absolutely no sense of anything supernatural at all. And then all of a sudden, that Gen, or Jig, was it Gen, his name, that she went to see and he's like, watch, you can do this. And he fucking makes a ball of fire and shoots it. And you're like, that fucking came out of nowhere. Equally as well, Mm. though, when when she goes to find him, she leaves her big mansion and goes to Bangkok, slumming it on the streets. Aye, she's sleeping in the streets. And you're you're like, where's your money? Why? Why are you doing that? yeah. Just, trying to be one with the people. Yeah, you could have got a hotel room or something. Why? It was bizarre, <laughs> I mean, there's youth hostels, you know. Yeah. You don't have to fucking mint it. Yeah, mm-hmm. because their dads, you know. I mean, I think in the opening kind of scene, she was just like, we don't know what my dad did for a living, but we moved around a lot. And I'm like, oh, well, that sparks have been dodgy. Aye. And then the bit when she's, like, running away rooftop to rooftop and she's doing backflip mm-hmm. jumps between the roofs. Understood. And you're like, that is fucking dangerous. <laughs> Absolutely no need for that. Has anyone got the box office stats? How did it do? Yeah. 18 million budget. Guesses. Much less than 18 million. Yeah. 7. 5. 12.8. Mm. Not too bad. Mm. Probably ended up breaking even. Probably because of the DVDs. interest in the, the game, though. That's the thing. Like if. That's true. Um, you do get a wee, bit of, a wee bit of help from that. But yeah, no, I do have a few bits of trivia. So they had contacted Jean-Claude Van Damme and he initially was going to come back and play Guile but uh, he just, was making he was in the process of making another Street Fighter aye that was earlier a few yeah. years before and that fell through but mm. then he was going to come back in this one as Guile but then it fell mm. through so I Andy that uh, movie that you were the back in 2003 the one that Van Damme was trying to make the sequel to Street Fighter uh, apparently in that one they had they were bringing back like a lot of the old cast like mm-hmm. um they had also got Dolph Lundgren and oh, like yeah, they, yeah, they were talking about getting him that. involved and following on from last week they were going to get Holly Valance no. to replace uh, Holly Balance <laughs> Holly Balance to re- replace Kylie Minogue because she was in the first one mm-hmm. so they were actually looking at Holly Valance I thought that was a nice touch and that's kind of weird how one was in Neighbours and one's in Home and Away the two yeah. Aussie programmes also, I didn't make proper note of this, but see that Gen guy that mm-hmm. she goes to to get training from? He's like got a big history in video game films. He was an extra in Dead or Alive, mm-hmm. and he was also in two other gaming films. I can't think what they were. There were two other fighting ones. I think one of the ones we've actually watched, but I can't remember what ones. But he's that was his, this was technically his fourth Take gaming him. film could have been no it was one that had a sequel I can't remember is it time to vote yeah time for the pies I'm going to go three no sleeps I'm three as well two and how many one and one sleep one sleep emoji I feel left out that I've not got a sleep emoji. I might have to find something I can fall asleep to. <laughs> the Norden dog I was doing. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that gets a total of eight pies and one sleep emoji. Interesting. Could it be next week's film that makes you fall asleep, Craig? We are going to watch, Andy. Warcraft. It could be the one because <laughs> the game would fucking put me to sleep. So In, re- in real life? Aye. Yeah. So... Aye, but the film's quite 
it's one of those, it's quite big budget CGI, very CGI. But it's quite, it's also not very realistic. And I do no, like it's got orcs I, and I, things. That I, that doesn't usually go down, that. doesn't usually go down well with me. But I'm looking forward to it. I've wanted I've actually wanted to see it just because it was a big budget film. Yeah. I've been meaning to watch it since it came out about four years ago. So yeah, that'd be interesting. Okay, so that's what we have watched this week and what we will be watching next week. Let's move on to what we have been playing. Any takers? Well, I've I played a bit more of Doom, but I didn't complete it. Um, but it's a good game, but I really wanted to. I've seen in my rental queue that Resident Evil was pretty much available if I sent the game back. Right. So I took the point and I... I've got Resident Evil Village on the way, so I'm very much looking forward to playing that. This was Doom Eternal? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. That's the thing, see, I mean, don't get me wrong, like, I suppose you, you can get more out of it, but Doom, it's not exactly like a story-heavy game, so I no, almost feel like a story, it's more... But no, no ah, it's, it's almost more of like a kind of arena thing, so, like, yeah. just playing bits of it, you get the feel of it anyway. Oh, I totally get the feel of it, ah. and it does feel amazing, like, the gunplay is awesome. Uh, and it looks cool as fuck as well, but I was kind of like that thought as well, and I was like, it's not really got a story that I'm engrossed in. Mm-hmm. I've played about four or five hours now, I've kind of got a, f- a feel for the game. I'm quite happy just to send it back and get Resident Evil now, so. Yeah, I think you'll really like Resident Evil. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's got a cracking story. One of the best, one of the best Resident Evil stories, to be fair, actually. I, since we last finished, I completed Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. I still need to do a couple of uh, mop-up trophies for it, but... So when you say completed it, you've not actually completed it? I completed the story. I rolled credits, as yeah. they say. Okay. But I still need to go back and uh, do a bit of mop-up. Great game. Just everything you expect. Really good. I played some more Assassin's Creed 2. It was funny, I'd put it down for about four or five days and when I went back I was right at like a battle and I could not remember how to parry mm-hmm. and I was getting sliced and diced so and then when you, you know you used to be able to look up the controls on the internet those websites all seem to have disappeared <laughs> and could I fuck find the controls eventually it's R2 to parry which just mm. I would not have thought of. So uh, that took a while to get back Does into that, it. But sorry, I don't know what that means, that word. It's like... The, when the flying thing into the hay? No. No? What are you talking about? When, it's like when someone swings a sword at you, you parry it out the way. It's like blocking almost. Okay. Yeah. But you can, if you can parry it, you can like move it out of the way and turn, attack, turn it into an attack rather than just block. Okay, I see. There you go. You've learned something I today. I have indeed. Uh, so, but yeah, just it's still really good. Like, I'm pretty shocked actually at how well it holds up. Like, there is some giggly eyes. Aye, I mean the graphics a little <laughs> bit. Don't get me wrong, but see, in terms of gameplay, like it's not as fluid. Like in the new Assassin's Creed games, like you can basically run up to anything, you can climb anything. But it's very fluid motion. Whereas in this, like if you're climbing a building, there has to actually be a ledge, or you cannot keep climbing up. Mm. Uh, so it's you have to be more precise with it, and it's a little bit more footy, but it's still really good. I really like it. I'm surprised how well it holds up. Um, we, the two of us on Saturday night, we had a wee session on It Takes Two. Baby. 
which we hadn't played in a few months, and it's mm. still brilliant. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, we kind of jumped back into it, like, for obviously forgetting where we went and we were joined, playing through, like, some of the missions, the boss fights, and then it got to the, like, scene with the girl, and we're like, oh, yeah, this is actually quite sad. Like, it's fucking depressing. <laughs> you know, this whole story's about two parents that are basically about to get divorced, and you're trying to then, I guess, complete all these missions to get back to your daughter to try and get back to but all the cutscenes are basically the daughter in her room about to miserable f- fucking end herself because she, she's found that her parents are about to split up it's quite sad mm. made me want to go up and give her a hug in her bed <laughs> but um, just end him we've got two children ah, fuck the wee man <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I know it's just really good like it gives you total uh, Honey I Shrunk the Kids vibes yeah. as well like it's, it's a really good game it's definitely one of the best games of the year like, I, I would say it's a sleeper hit, but it's sold really well. Like, it's sold over a million it? copies. It's doing it's doing really well, which is great to see because it definitely deserves it. Like, I, I, and the funny thing is, we're, I feel like we've played quite a lot of it, but we're still only about halfway through. Yeah, yeah. So we've still got a lot to go. We should chip away at it when we can. Definitely. The last game I played is a belter. It's an absolute belter. One of our listeners, James... He had sent me a message probably about a month ago, maybe just over a month ago, a direct message, and he was like, do you like uh, Monty Python? I was like, I've not watched it in a while, but yeah, quite liked it at the time. And he was like, right, you should check out this game. It's, I think it's only on PC though. So I looked into it, downloaded the game, and I played a little bit of it, and I was like, it's like a point and click game, but it's got, it's adult daft funny humour a bit like like Monty Python style humour and I was like this is actually pretty cool so I looked into it a bit more and saw that it was coming to console and I thought right well I'm going to hold off so that I can get those trophies and achievements so it was actually last Tuesday I believe that it came out and we got a code sent through and so I, I started turning into it and it's fucking excellent it's really, really... I mean, you don't be wrong, you have to like point-and-click games. Otherwise, I mean, if you don't like the genre, you're not going to enjoy it. But it's properly funny. Like, laugh-out-loud yeah, funny. Is this the one where I sort of walked into you playing it and there's a guy on a, like, steak, like a like when you're roasting a pig, but he was, like, in the nude, just spinning uh, around that yeah. one. This game, right, okay. It's... It's just like I say, it's it's Monty Python style humor, but it's it's really funny, like genuinely, genuinely funny. The one thing I would say, I don't want to give too much away, uh, a lot of the gags, but I would. The one thing I would say is, if you happen to be deeply religious, you might be a little bit offended by it because it's set around about the time when Jesus was kicking about, when he was kicking about, aye, yeah. and so. Their their take on it is that he was basically like a shit magician. Okay. And so there's different stuff that happens where, like, see how after Jesus was like on the stakes or whatever, and then he get put in the tomb. <laughs> yeah, that was the story. He gets put in the tomb, and then all of a sudden he they move the the boat Obviously away. Well versed in I, the Bible. Yeah, I, I know. I, I was I was raised a Catholic, but um, so they move the they move the rock away from the tomb, and he's gone. That's the whole thing, and he's apparently that's him. He's ascended to heaven. Yeah. Well, you're walking by, and all you hear is psst, psst, and it's him going, "Gonna, gonna help me move this rock." 
<laughs> and so you help him move the rock and then you actually see him sneak out and run out, out of sight and he's just like I've disappeared I've disappeared and everyone's like where's that fucking magician that guy's an arsehole <laughs> uh, and the whole reason that he was put on the stakes is because he wasn't actually turning water into wine he was putting chemicals in it and it was killing folk and <laughs> so that's why <laughs> that is proper Monty Python humor. It's, honestly it's really funny it's really funny. It's only maybe about two hours long, but it's properly good. Uh, you play as a woman who just all she wants to do is kill people, and when she gets, it's at a time when peace takes over the land, and she's raging about it, absolutely raging, uh, and all she wants to do is murder people. It's just it's, one more murder, <laughs> and then she she basically finds a way to go and murder other people. It's <laughs> It's cracking. I'd, I highly, highly recommend that. Big thanks to James for for recommending that one because it's 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 cracking. I it's only about ten pound as well. I'd highly, highly recommend it. Aside from the it takes two um, game that we played, I've also just been playing more Lonely Mountains Downhill. You're hooked on that. Yeah, pretty much. There's a. Um, the seventh season Summer Strolls has just launched as well so there's an update for that um, and there's loads of new modes I've not tried them all out yet but there's like mirrored modes so if you're oh. kind of if you know the trail off by heart it's now mirrored yeah. so um, just kind of learning it again I suppose there's new obstacles change checkpoints and limited sprinting which would be quite cool to try out um, better kind of air time stuff and bonuses as well so yeah I'm just gonna keep going with that to be honest because I'm <laughs> it's such an easy pick up and play isn't it yeah. just when you've got 10 well say when you've got 10 minutes no. like you turn it on you're like I'll just take this on for 10 minutes yeah, an hour just, later just one hill <laughs> an hour later it's Craig can you one put the kids hill. to bed <laughs> you, you put the kids to bed tonight yeah so that's what I have been playing is there one more game that somebody has maybe played that they want to share with our listeners just maybe mm-hmm I don't know if I do want to share it. But <laughs> I will. I will persevere for the people. It is time for Shitty Platinum of the Week. Shitty, 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 shitty Platinum. Shitty Platinum. Shitty Platinum. Yes, this one also... Oh, this one doesn't even merit a fucking intro. It is the worst game ever released on the PlayStation Store. Wow, wow, that's a big statement. It is. You've uh, got agree though, Jess, surely? You've seen it, Jess? <laughs> I have, yes. Uh, it's, yeah. I mean, I could have done better, probably. Uh, you probably could have. <laughs> See, if we'd actually just been given the programme and went, right, go and make a game, you yeah. probably could do the same equivalent to what yeah, that guy's done. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't looked properly into it. I, I would like to think that there's like an inside joke that we don't know yeah. about. Do you know what I mean? Rather than just somebody going, oh, this is brilliant. This I've, made I've made a game. Oh, yeah. you made a game, mate? Aye. aye, aye, it's called Spectre Woods. You should check it out. I oh, will, mate, I oh, will. You got a code to that, I can get it for free. Aye, aye, here, here you go, <laughs> check it out. My name's Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. It's... There's a woman, she's getting married, then she ends up in the woods and you have to shoot a couple of ghosts. <laughs> I'm still convinced it was made with Microsoft Paint. It's awful. It's so bad. It's 20 pence. <laughs> That's how much it costs. 
It's also made by the, the name of the. D- Can you d- even get a Fredo for twenty p these days? No, they're twenty five. Jesus, fuck! I'd rather smash a Fredo off my forehead. It's published and possibly developed by Rattalika. No, no, no. I think it's the first game they've brought out. Even the fucking company name doesn't make sense. The Voices Games Limited. It's not even a fucking sentence. Wow. Just honestly, everything about it's fucking awful. Listen, folks, just it's, go and like maybe you could put that video up and link it so people can get an experience of this. Ah, yeah, well, I will. And then because you can't, it doesn't matter what you say right now. You can't do it. No, you can't understand how so bad. So might as well just say right. Let's move on. You might as, push, look. You but, might as well spend the twenty p. You get the platinum. How much of their time? About three or four minutes. Three or four minutes, 20p. That's, that's probably worth a platinum. I mean, look, as bad as it is, I have got the platinum in both regions. Right. So I, <laughs> <laughs> so I still did I still did play it twice, right? Still persevered. Still played twice. So I'm not fucking about here. Uh, Jesus so it was Christ. 50 cents and 20 pence, which sounds like two shit rappers. Uh, a total of 10 minutes I think and a price on my soul I will say Mm -hmm. because I I mean as I'm willing to attest to I have played some fucking nonsense in my time I have played some proper proper nonsense and that takes the biscuit there's nothing that even comes close to that nothing it's the worst game that's ever been published on the PlayStation, I think. <laughs> Bad Sony. Bad. Yeah, I think I think as we discussed kind of off-air, like, w- they need to s- implement some sort of, you know, monitoring quality system, quality. There needs, there needs yeah. to be something. It's... it's I mean, don't just it, let people put up no. what the fuck they want. I'll, the thing is, I'm an absolute hood. I'll continue to buy them. Like, but... Aye, it's getting to that point. Like, there's see the thing is, like I've said this before. It used to be a case of every couple of weeks, once a month, there'd be a game would come out, and it was quite an easy platinum list that took half an hour or something. You like, you'd be like, oh, there's one this month. It's, we're at the point now where there's six or seven of these a week. Mm. You couldn't even. I mean, we get codes through for most of them, and I still can't keep up. Mm. I've got about sixty games sitting on the PlayStation that are easy platinums that I haven't done because I don't have the time that we've just been sent. Like, you just... It's getting too much. Like, and I will still continue to do them. I like trophies, I like achievements, especially on Xbox. Like, we're getting rewards for mm-hmm. getting achievements. Like, it's a, it's cool, but, like, I don't know. It's it's becoming... It's becoming too much. Mm-hmm. But we don't want to see the de- demise of this section. Oh, of no, I mean, don't know. So it's we- absolutely... It's, it's letting this section flourish. <laughs> I mean, we're set for fucking years. <laughs> they could stop releasing these things today and we'd be all set to about fucking episode 200. <laughs> we're, we're golden. But uh, these games are shite. Mm-hmm. And that one is an abomination. Yep. Yep. Okay, time for some news. First up, Sony had a state of play last Thursday and among the most interesting games shown off was the upcoming brutal action game, Seafew. 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 Well, the footage shown was once again impressive. They signed off the trailer by revealing that the game will now launch in early 2022 instead of later this 
year. What did we think of the, the state of play? Good. It's better than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just going to be Deathloop they were going to show. So. Yeah, that's what it kind of been pitched as, so that's what the expectation was. But yeah, there was definitely quite a lot showing some cool indie games. Sifu looks awesome. Mm. Mm, it does. I think that's that's one of those ones I think jumping on day one. Yeah. Just looks really cool. Yeah. We were looking before we started, Andy, that the previous game, Absolver, which looks a lot like Sifu. Mm-hmm. I'd never played Absolver, but you, you look at it and you can certainly see the DNA of what Sifu uh, is going to be. Yeah. But it looks like it's maybe online only, but it's, I think we're both going to go and check that out as well because it looks pretty cool. But um, Definitely. But yeah, there was there was there was some cool stuff showing. Did you see the trailer for that Jet the Far Shore? No. It's been shown off a few times. It looks like a sort of more indie. I mean, this game was indie, but it looks more in like a more indie version of No Man's Sky. Right. Just kind of floating about. There's no collectibles. There's no combat. But it looks looks quite interesting. I don't know. I feel like I don't know how long I would play it for because I think I don't know what the hook is like to keep you going. Yeah. But it look looks nice. It looks quite good. That's supposed to come out later this year. And then um, I thought Moss Book 2 looked good. Oh, yeah, Moss. I forgot how cute he was. I know. I mean, don't be wrong. Like, you get the whole... Like, see, because the footage he showed you was in VR, it looks like a PS3 game. Mm. Like, it doesn't look great. When you actually play that in VR, it looks spectacular. Yeah, like, it looks... You, could, you feel like you could pick him up. Mm. Uh, but... I was so I was so glad to see that. I remember when they brought Moss out, they did say that it was p- going to be part of a series, but I'd totally forgotten because mm-hmm. it'd been so long. I might replay it actually if I can in VR because I know I struggle. I think that's why I didn't finish it because. Yeah. But I would like to try. Really good, really really good. That was the game that sort of showed me that it's one of the best uses of VR could be not first person. Yeah. Like I was of the opinion going into VR that it would have to be first person games. Mm. But actually I think a lot of my favourite experiences have been third person. Mm-hmm. Which was cool. And then uh the main event was was Deathloop, which I still think looks fucking awesome. Really, really cool. I'm all over that. Mm-hmm. I did, it was funny though, like I think that's I've avoided some of the gameplay of it before, but looking at it during this state of play it's so dishonoured. Like, it's it's almost like dishonoured reskinned. Like, there's... I was I was listening to... I can't remember which podcast it was, and they were talking about how, yeah, so it's got dishonoured elements, like the, the stealth aspect, but obviously there's a lot more um, combat and stuff. But I think these people that are talking about this haven't played Dishonoured, mm-hmm. because Dishonoured's also got combat in it if you want it to have. Like there's if you look up Dishonored online, there's loads of montages of them killing people like in rapid order and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like all this stuff was in Dishonored. But it looks it looks brilliant. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, definitely. Okay, and as if everyone wasn't football footballed out, um FIFA twenty two was formally announced on Sunday. The reveal trailer didn't give much away aside from this year's Bud's word hypermotion. Strangely omitted from the trailer, but then plastered all over Twitter was the release date of October 1st. Yeah, odd that they didn't just say that in the trailer, didn't it? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Because there's different dates for when you do the pre-release and stuff like that. That's a know. good shout, actually. It could be. Also, I mean, it could be that this trailer has been ready to go no, for like a month or so no. and they hadn't nailed down a date at the time, but, maybe. I mean, a wee splash screen at the end doesn't take much work for a no. video no. <laughs> aye, producer to do. Aye, that's true. 
What, what did you think? Like that. Yeah, it, it didn't really show much. I mean, <sighs> it's always the same with these trailers when they first show them in it. The only, the only thing that actually revealed was Man City's new kit. <laughs> that's true, you know, actually. Because nobody's seen that yet. Yeah. And they've seen it in the trailer. And I was like, ah, that was quite cool with the white on the side. Uh, but apart from that, all this, when they come out with buzzwords for things that they're doing, I remember the old FIFA games always used to have a, a gameplay hook. Yeah. Remember? And it there was, was always like, something. It was always something. And you were like, like, first touch. Yeah. Or off the ball, like, passing vision stuff. And it's always like, just fucking make a football game. Aye. But I think it's just, they, they feel that every year they have to justify their existence. They don't know. People are going to buy it. People are going to buy the game because they want the updated game. Absolutely. They want all the updated roasters, all the updated kits. That's enough for people to want to buy it. Definitely. I, I don't know. I actually, like, I'm looking forward to it still. The whole the whole hyper motion thing, like, I didn't. I was like, right, what? What is this about? I didn't get an idea of what it actually is. What? I just, I've just got an opinion that it's to do with mocap for specific players. Well, it is sort of. So what I looked into a bit in a few videos, and part it's actually a bunch of different stuff. So yeah, they're mocapping partner clubs, right? So and it's only partner clubs, so that like the biggest teams will have individual players mocap so that they move mm. more realistically to their Aye. their actual selves, yeah. which should be quite cool. That's but cool. it's one of those things that maybe if you're playing as a non-partner club, you might feel like you're getting a worse experience. It depends how obvious it is. But another mm. thing, and I think this actually could be quite cool because it's something that I really noticed. I, I didn't notice it in previous FIFAs, but it was so obvious to me in FIFA 21 is... Part of the hyper motion is that they're they're able to mocap like in previous versions of FIFA they took them to like a warehouse and they would mocap them doing different stuff, but what they've done with this is they've put these slimline mocap suits on and they've recorded full footage of eleven aside games of football, and so mm. when you're playing with this hyper motion stuff they're rendering the motion of twenty two players at once. So every player on the pitch should be moving in realistic manners at all times, even off the ball. Okay. Because what I noticed with FIFA 21, and it drove me nuts, was sometimes when you'd kick off and you'd be playing about, just playing passes, and the guy who was playing the left wing over in the corner would just be standing there motionless, like as if he was powered down. He'd, just, he'd literally just be standing looking at the ground. And it was only if you played a pass to him that then he would start moving. And it's as if these players didn't have, they didn't activate. But with this, all 22 players should be doing their bit, even off the ball, even if they're out of camera shot. So like stuff like that should be cool. Um, obviously, they've got all these different things. Like if you've got uh, EA Play, you'll get early access. Yeah. I think you get your 10 hours a week before it comes out. Um, I also noticed that you don't have like last year the upgrade to PS from PS4 to PS5 or Xbox One to Xbox Series consoles was free. Mm-hmm. But this year, the only way you'll get the upgrade is if you buy the ninety pound fucking ultimate edition. Fuck off. Um, so you either buy the PS4 version at sixty or the PS5 version slash Series X version at seventy. Uh, if you want to have access to both, then it's ninety quid. And that online career modes for this, I mean, we were speculating it might be for the next one. It's for is the online career mode this year? Yeah. Alright. Oh, so that's interesting. It it sounds cool, but I just don't want to play online. But it's no, a I cool idea either, though. But I don't know what it, it actually is though. Yeah. I mean so I'll 
They create, they, judgment until I know more about it. The create a club thing's quite cool as that well. That is awesome. That like, is awesome. We need to know more about that, but like we've said yeah. before, we've spoken about this loads of times, but see if you can have like a small stadium and then like either renovate it when you go up the leagues to have a bigger stadium you or you like can that. even move stadium, that'd be cool. That'd be awesome. But if you start at like the fucking... I don't know, like some shitey wee stadium, and then you're all of a sudden playing Champions League games with three fans. Like it would be dreadful. No, no, it doesn't make sense. So hopefully they've thought of that. I feel like they would have. Yeah, hopefully. Okay, next up, notable leaker Johnny Sims has claimed that he spoke to Sony on Monday and a big state of play is planned for August. More specifically, Sims says that it will feature lots of surprises and will also include a release date for Horizon Forbidden West and the first gameplay of God of War Ragnarok. I've just been told this, Sims guy's a reliable leaker. Mm. He could just be an absolute jabroni, but... I mean, see when you when you read what he said, it could just be an educated guess. Mm, like, yeah. yeah, if we get a state of play in August, they'll fucking need to give a horizon release date at some point, and surely at some point soon you're gonna have to see something of God of War. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he might just be throwing out educated guesses. Plus, if I'm starting to think more and more that Horizon's not coming this year, and see if it's not, you can't leave it any later than August to delay it. That's true. Yeah. You're gonna have to get out ahead of this and be like, "Look, sorry guys, it's gonna be February next year." Like, so yeah, <sighs> another fucking delay. <laughs> it makes sense, and he also said that um, that it would be before Ghost of Tsushima came out on the twentieth. And again, that just makes that's just common sense. Like mm. you don't want to do a state of play at the same time as that. You've got a big game coming out, so yeah, you would do yeah. it beforehand. Mm. So yeah, we'll see. But I mean, it all it all sort of ties in. Mm. Do you want another delay, Andy? I've got I've got a few more. Have you got some? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so the abandoned trailer app now has a new release date. Blue Box has announced on Twitter that you'll be able to preload the application on PS Five starting from twenty ninth of July. Following this, an introduction will be added on 10th of August and the first proper trailer will arrive later that month. What the fuck is going on with this? <laughs> I'm, I'm done. I'm, I've, honestly. So, where we're at is you're going to be able to preload an app mm-hmm. that at some point will have a trailer for a game. What the fuck? What is what is that about? Put your fucking trailer on YouTube. I know, I've heard of YouTube. Fuck's sake. Only the biggest streaming platform in the world. See the, the <laughs> see the best it is? As soon as this trailer airs, somebody's going to put it on YouTube, on YouTube. And that's what every fucker's going to watch it. Exactly. Yeah. Download they, your stupid fucking app. A preload for a trailer app. So and But the thing is, like, I thought at first it was like, oh, this is the way Sony are going to do all their trailers from now on. No, no. This is just a fucking app for this for trailers for this one game. So weird. And it's not. And as soon as they announce it, and it's not Silent Hill, everybody's gonna fucking shit the bed. It's the guy's gonna get ran out of town. <laughs> oh, it's so stupid. So so weird. The only way this can be saved is if it is Silent Hill, and even then, it's weird. It is weird. Yes. Upcoming platformer Psychonauts 2 will have difficulty options for all. This all stemmed from Xbox tweeting out, quote, beating the game on the lowest difficulty is still beating the game. This sparked a lot of discussion online in which Double Fine got involved. The studio added to the discussions that, quote, if you beat Psychonauts 2 with the 
invincibility toggle on, you still beat the game. Confirming that the option will be present in the full release. The big question is, will playing on baby mode disable achievements and trophies? Well. It usually does. It usually does. Hopefully yeah. it doesn't, though. I'll be blasting through that. <laughs> like a fucking house-possessed. I've put Nathan on the easy ratchet and clank. Does that mean he's not going to get up? I played it easy. <laughs> no, I played it easy. But... No, but like they do, you can't die one. All oh, right. Ah, whatever. Nathan would be able to play it in hard mode. He's Maybe. fucking better at games than I am. <laughs> Wait, how's he, how's he finding it? He's enjoying it. How's he enjoying yeah. it? It's a cracking game, to be fair. Yeah, I, I, look, I'm all for like accessibility options. Like this is gonna allow younger gamers to play it, gamers with disabilities. Like, there's no downside to adding in modes like this. Mm-hmm. Like, it just it just makes it more inclusive for people. Yeah. Maybe you've got someone like I don't know. Like, you look at like maybe like an 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 elderly relative or something like that that maybe loses a partner and they don't have they're feeling a bit lost. Like, they but I've never played a game before. Mm-hmm. Well, look, this is yeah. you can't fail here. This yeah. is easy. Try this. Yeah, I think you know? yeah, good for newcomers and things, but equally, like when I mean, you we've all been there when you're so flipping annoyed that you can't get past a boss or right. something, like to be able to just toggle that down, like to I, preserve your emotions. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I've often it's not a bad thing. I've often done that because, like, when we were young, like I actually quite liked the challenge of it. Like, you get to a bit you couldn't get by, and I'd be like, I'd be willing to put. 10 hours into no, I'm going to fucking beat this and if I don't beat it tonight I'll beat it tomorrow <laughs> but see now I, no I'm a, time. I'm a time busy that. individual <laughs> I do mm. not have a lot of time and if I get stuck at something for half an hour like I'm either going to have to drop the difficulty if I can or it's going off mm. because I don't have the time so mm. being able to do this to me is I, I, there's no downside to it it's I like mean, some of it. the old God of War games for the PS2 and the PS3 now, it took you like an hour to fight the the boss battles, mm. ah. and you'd be like, if you died, look fucking like fifty minutes in or something, you'd be like, oh my god, because <laughs> it wasn't checkpointed and stuff. No, ah. you just start again, and you like you're making you're trying to make that decision of, do I go down difficulty just so I can just get past this quicker? Mm. Yeah, or do I want the feeling of accomplishment of actually beating it on the proper level? Accessibility I, I stuck with a hard good. level to, to say yeah. no. It took me fucking for ages. <laughs> Xbox has another sale on the way with over 150 titles receiving a discount. Here are a few notable reductions. We've got Hat and Time at 50% off. Family Feud at 50% off. The Crew 2 Golden Edition, it's 80% off. Plus lots more. Yeah, a bit of a weird one. This. They called it the Family... The family time sale. And to be fair, most of it is like family games and stuff mm. like that, which is fair enough. But they've then got this game in it called Nine Monkeys of Shaolin, which I reviewed about, I think it was earlier this year or late last year. And that game has got some brutal combat in it. <laughs> like you can, I think you can turn blood off, but that is not a family-friendly game. That's a weird inclusion. Good game, but a weird inclusion nonetheless. Uh, aye, there's some quite cool stuff in here. Like... I noticed they've got like those Paw Patrol games. They've got them in there at quite a steep discount, and they are very good for young children. Uh, they've got. Do you remember Colorado's Gunslinger? Yeah, that's sixty five percent off. So that's quite cool. Um, they've also got. The only reason I know about this game is because it was a pretty easy platinum at the time, and now it's on Xbox. It was uh, <laughs> Goosebumps the game. Ooh. 
It's, it takes about an hour. It's point and click, but it takes about an hour. That's down to £2.99. So, the books? Yeah, yeah. Right. Remember they made this sort of TV show? We yeah. watched that at school. Oh, that's right. Um, but yeah, so it's down to two ninety nine. It's actually, I mean, it's a point and click game. It's not great by any means, but it's all right if you get nostalgia for the show or the books, like I, I did. Like I quite enjoyed it. Uh, a lot of the Lego games and stuff like that are there as well. So I'll be having a dig through for some easy achievements. Indeed. The next-gen version of Witcher 3 is still scheduled to drop in 2021, according to CG Project Red. It's being labelled the Complete Edition and will be a free upgrade and also comes with some DLC inspired by the Netflix series. The Netflix, that's not something you would probably watch, is it? The... I meant to watch it when it first came out, but I never got around to it. I heard it was good. It's really good. Worth watching, even if I don't really know much about it. Oh, I don't need huh? to know anything because that program will tell you everything you need right. to know about it. Does it follow the story of The Witcher Three? No, well, oh, it does. It follows Geralt, who's the main right. guy in The Witcher Three, but you don't need to know anything about the game because it will teach, it will introduce you to the story as if you're just watching mm. that program for the first time. But so see, if you know about the game, you'll have there will be wee things you kind of go, "Oh, that's cool." If you played the game through like that, like I have, aye, but you'll just not, you'll just have a couple of wee trivia things that you'll just not click on. That's all. So if I watched the Netflix series, it wouldn't ruin the storyline no. of the game for me. Nah, nah. Because I do want to play through. It. I said this in the podcast before, but I do want to play through it. You it's have just, no chance at this point. It's just it's so long. You have no chance. I know. <laughs> I would need. No I, the amount of time you see you've. Like you've got free. I know. And, but and, I'm and always. You spend this time playing fucking Assassin's Creed Two. I know. Yeah, well, I mean, there's no time when you play games like that. Hey, that's a classic. Inspector Wood. <laughs> that took minutes, mere minutes, <laughs> twice. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. I could, I could certainly squeeze the time out. I mean, look, I'm always a wrong turn away from a back injury. So if I can, if I can engineer a few a few months off work then I could get through a few of these things there's always there's always opportunities down the line <laughs> but um, no I'd love to play it I would love to play it and I think I, I still I think I own it I think I bought it in a sale one time pretty sure I've bought it so you it's 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 regularly like deeply on sale like it's regularly well, down to like a PlayStation Plus game as well. At this point. It might have been I, yeah. but it's it's regularly down to like nine quid. And mm-hmm. I remember seeing it and been like, "That's one of the best games of the generation at nine quid. I'm yeah. going to buy that." So ugh, at some point, I'll try. I'll try. Like I would like to get through it. Okay, and last up on our news this week, to the surprise of absolutely no one, the upcoming PS Five. Ghostwire Tokyo exclusive has been delayed. The studio today announced on Twitter that the title will be pushed back to early 2022. What a shock, horror. This one was an absolute certainty. I think I put it up on Twitter. Like We hadn't seen anything of it. They just went fucking... It's like Tango that make it, who are an Xbox studio. And it's they're making a PlayStation 5 exclusive. But... um there have been nothing shown of it this year. Like they kept saying, "I it's, oh, it's coming this year," but they yeah, it's coming, it's coming. It's one of those things where like the <laughs> silence was deafening. I think the how's the game coming? Ah, ah, <laughs> get high and high. Jacob, Jacob, And as the months passed, the silence just became louder and louder. <laughs> 
They're saying it's early 2022. I would expect it about this time next Jacob's year. Jacob's in a roomy cell, coding away. <laughs> <laughs> Trying not to do a cyberpunk. <laughs> yeah, it looks cool. Like I, I still don't know that much about it, but I'm all for a sort of spooky Tokyo. <laughs> like, nah, it just good. the setting sounds cool. Like, cool. So I'm well up for it. But the reason they gave on Twitter was they didn't want to have the developers crunching. Mm. and I mean I'm not saying that's not true but given the outrage about crunch in recent times what, what do you mean crunching? Like the, putting them under pressure aye, like, like, ah, like working them to the bone aye pretty much and I think like I'm not saying that isn't the case it probably is but see if you want to delay a game and not have backlash using crunch is a pretty good way of doing mm. it because mm. everyone's like alright yes we don't want to overwork people mm. and it's the way that there's going to be least outrage I would say okay that's all our news for this week there obviously is more but that's just what we picked to discuss our pick of the week what's new out this week that we're gonna pick to share with our listeners there's actually two new games that i haven't went with that i want to just do a shout out for there's f1 2021 it's not really my type of racing game Mm. Um, they are good they're good racing games we've reviewed them the last couple of weeks and have actually they are always good yeah. they, are, they are good like we've got uh, Kay Pedersen's actually working on the review for this this year's one at the moment for us uh, the F1 2021 it's, I'm sure it's going to be great early reviews are out just now uh, ours, usually decent in the yeah. there's, lo- there's, a, there's a two player career mode this time as well mm. um I'd, like like I say, I think he's playing through it just now. It's meant to be really good. It's also Codemasters have been taken over by EA, so it's the first time that it's been published under EA. Okay. So I expect it will maybe have kind of better production value. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that's going to be quite good, but I didn't want to give a pick of the week because it's, it's kind of niche, you know what I mean? There's a lot of people that put off by the fact they don't like F1. There's also a game that I have sitting on the PlayStation just now. It's out tomorrow, I believe, or Thursday. It's called Within the Blade. And I haven't had a chance to play it yet, but I'm really intrigued by it because it's a game that came out on PC in 2019. It's a 2D up game. Well, it's a 2D slasher game. You remember the, the SNES Ninja Gaiden games? Oh, yeah. It looks yeah. like that, right? And mm-hmm. it looks really cool. Like, it's, you can, like, it, the animation, it's, it's, 2G, it's 2D 16-bit art style, but you can, like, chop the guy's heads off. It looks like you can do some stealth. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks actually really cool. And it's got really positive reviews on Steam. Like, folk, like, overwhelmingly positive reviews. It's published by Ratalika. Wow. What the fuck? And it's meant to be challenging so like I say I haven't had a chance to start it yet we do have it Ratalika I'm moving on up we do have it sitting I presume it's going to be a shitty platinum like I think they're maybe going to oh you only have to play the first three levels and you'll get the platinum or something Mm. but by all accounts it's a good game and that's Mm. not usually the type that they go for so I'm, I'm intrigued by it because it's published by a team that pretty much only does shitty platinums but it's by all accounts an excellent game so that's one to look out for and it's only because of that it'll only be about three quid as well definitely so make sure you listen next week and we'll discuss we probably will but that none none of those are the pick of the week the pick of the week is actually a game that I reviewed two years ago 
but it's coming out on Xbox this week and also coming to Game Pass. It's called Bloodroots and it's fucking brilliant. It is a bit like Hotline Miami, if you've ever played yeah, that. It's a top-down, brutal destroyer of a game. And in Bloodroots, you are, from memory, some sort of absolute nutter that goes about and you can get different hats and the different hats you wear, you can have different abilities. Mm. But it's, like I say, it's top-down and you've got to take out all the enemies in the area. But it's really good. Like the but that Hong, I mean that Hong Kong master. Yeah, that was pretty cool. It's I a li- complete that it was hard. As it's hard. it's very hard. It's a little bit like that, except it's with like kind of melee weapons, mm. and it's it's very very cool. And the Hong Kong master just looked awesome as well. Yeah, looking kind of neon lit and stuff. Like Aye, that. very Max Payne, cool. wasn't it? Aye, it looked awesome. Hong Kong master, I loved that game. I, I did manage to complete the game, Literally. but I but I didn't manage to platinum it because you That's had to cool. get all three stars, <sighs> and so there was two levels that I couldn't do in under the time, Aye, yeah, which was really difficult. Aye, it's a brutal game. Aye, so but yeah, it's it's very it's similar to that except like I say with melee weapons, and it's it's the art style is really cool. It's very gory, but it's it's brilliant. You can check out our review on the website if you want to see more, and it will be available on Game Pass Thursday, I believe. So that's our pick of the week. It is also on PlayStation, obviously, and on Switch, but you will have to pay for it on both. Okay, thank you. That is us for this week's folks. Please make sure that you're subscribed for future episodes if you enjoyed this one and also follow us on our social media accounts as well. Please get in touch, leave feedback, ask us questions. We always love leave to hear... Leave a review. Leave a review. Yes. Okay, so thank you and we will talk to you all again next week. Talk to talk to bye. Goodbye. The Pure Dead Gaming Podcast.